Codep just makes it so easy that it's only a few months. Like anyone can hang on for a few months. When you're at Codep, it's like taking a sip of water through like a fire hose. My mom saw an ad for Cash Tech in the newspaper. And so she was like, you're gonna go here. And I was like, no. It's what they're learning in the classroom, they are literally using in the real world. You might call it a tale of two tech programs. Coding bootcamp Codep trains people looking to transition into their second career. Castech High School is for high schoolers, a first-of-its-kind training ground for the next generation of tech leaders. More on Castech High School in just a minute. But first, CodeUp's lightning-fast expansion from a tiny office within Geekdom to a two-story downtown campus is a reflection of the booming tech industry in the Alamo City. The story of CodeUp is the story of San Antonio's rise as a tech destination. If you needed a developer five years ago, you looked not in San Antonio, in Austin, the Bay Area, something like that. We talked to Philip Hernandez, the chief evangelist for CodeUp. His job is preaching the model of a career development program that serves both its students and the business world. We are hyper-focused on outcomes. Um, and the way that CodeUp was built was to solve the problem of hiring developers. Um, now, because we've built our curriculum based on our employers, based on the job market, and our curriculum changes because our employers, they come in and help us and inform how we should shape our curriculum. Um, but because of that, we're seeing our, our data scientists and our web developers get hired outside of CodeUp. I mean, the last 12 months, 100% of our web development students have been hired. CodeUp's first program was web development. As Philip said, 100% of its web developers have been hired businesses can't snatch them up fast enough. CodeUp's latest playground is the area of data science. The organization just graduated its first crop of data scientists, and currently about 38% of them have been hired. And so data science is a method of, of making informed decisions using real data. And the way that you do that is you use computer programming languages, math and statistics, and business expertise. It affects our lives every day. You know, a lot of us use a streaming service like Netflix or Hulu or whichever one that you subscribe to. And when you go on and fire it up, there's all these things that it tells you to watch, right? Like based on your decisions, you should watch or you would like this. Um, they have massive content libraries. And data science is what makes those recommendations for you. If you didn't have that, you would spend a lot of time going through those, all that content, right? And probably not consuming the, the television. Yeah, I mean, when you go to HEB and, you know, you get your receipt at the end and then they hand you coupons that are things that, like, you're uh, weirdly going to buy next time. You know? Finding the right people for the program, though, not easy. Anybody who's got a passion um, and a, a technical background, analytical background, folks that have math degrees, statistic degrees, um, accounting, if you're great with numbers, um, and also if, you know, if you're really just looking to make an impact in your organization, there's really powerful things that data scientists can do. And when they have that data set, you know, they're able to make predictions and forecasts with level of accuracy that we've never seen before. Take Catherine Saltz. So I chose data science because I had already been in the medical field for a while and I have a degree in biology. So, I mean, as soon as I heard science, I just kind of jumped on that one. <laughs> Anything being able to use, like, the scientific method is kind of more my style. 
Catherine Saltz is one of the first graduates of the data science program. She graduated just a month ago, and she's still figuring out what area of this broad field she wants to go into. She says the program isn't for everyone. It's fast, and it's tough. Um, it's definitely a tough class. <laughs> I mean, we cram probably about, I don't know, a year or two years worth of information you would learn at a regular school into just a few weeks. So, I mean, as soon as you get into class, there's no time to waste. I mean, you have lectures, you work on projects together. Every single week you're going over a different topic. Um, yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> Catherine was one of the lucky chosen ones. It's difficult to get into our program. It's difficult to get through our program. Um, we, we have tons of people who apply, and we reject about 70% of those applications because a lot of times it's just not a good fit. We're very particular about you know, quality in so we can have quality out. We've seen the web dev side just like kind of go up and up and up and, our, and they're just consuming all of our developers. And da data science is just new. Yeah. There's, no other, there's no other boot camp here that's doing that. And so um, the fact that we're five weeks out and 38% placed is amazing for us. We're, that's something we're really excited about. Because they're so focused on job placement, Philip says looking at the whole picture of a person's life and goals is equally important to their innate skills. That second interview, the behavioral interview, is much like a job interview. So those are going to be questions like, why code up? Why do, you want to, why do you want to be a developer? Why do you want to be a data scientist, right? We'll ease into that interview with that. And then we'll kind of have those questions about, tell me about a time where you failed, you succeeded, what, what goals do you have, things like that. Also, there's just a bunch of different roles that data science can lead you to. I mean, of course, data science is kind of on a spectrum. You can also do data engineering, machine learning, data visualization, business analysis. Um, so it's just a lot of different fields that you can go into. So specifically in data science, that used to be like a marketing role, right? But now um, like leaders in the industry are starting to understand the value of data and making those informed decisions. And so now it's not just a marketing role. We're seeing data scientists being applied in oil and gas, banking, healthcare, um, social work, and, 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 all kinds of things. Journalism so. everywhere. Everywhere. Data is information. We asked Catherine, what was the most surprising thing about this boot camp? I would say, I guess, all the different backgrounds that my class came from. Um, I mean, we had a lawyer, we had teachers, there were, I mean, oil and field, oh, sorry, oil and gas. Yeah. Um, just everyone came from all these different backgrounds. Some people were already experienced in programming languages. Some of us came from not knowing anything at all. But I guess just seeing the class grow together, um, you really have to work hard as a team to get through it from beginning to end. Um, but I guess that's pretty much what surprised me was, I, I guess, coming in, I thought everyone was going to have experience already, and I would be the only one singled out that, oh, she's never done this programming language. But, I mean, over half the class came in not knowing, so you can start from scratch. You know, really, like I said, the folks that are in transition, those transition periods can happen, like, right after high school or you know, after college or when you're into your career, you know, 10, 20 years and you want to switch. I guess what I loved most were all the project-based um, topics that we had. So every week we had a different project that we had to work on and we would be given this project and we would only have like the weekend to complete it and it seemed like it was impossible but <laughs> you could really surprise yourself with each week with how, how much more that you could do per project. Mm -hmm. So when you would go up in front and like have to explain everything that you did, 
it just you could see over a week everyone getting better and better and better. We make it real, yeah. you know. We we tell them that like when you have assignments, yeah. treat those like deadlines. This is a job. It's a nine to five. So we make it very very real for them. That concept is reflected in Cass Tech High School. It's also downtown, and it's where students can get an understanding of real world jobs while still in school. We have Job Shadow Day uh, that we do with them, and the entire school went on a Job Shadow Day. So basically, like. 250 students went to nine different locations across the city. It was intense. PAST, which stands for Centers for Applied Science and Technology, is the groundbreaking high school that prepares students for science, business, and tech careers. We talked to Partnerships Director for the school, Amir Samandi. And the key there is that it's applied uh, learning. So I've never heard a kid at this school say, when will I ever use this? Uh, because what they're learning in the classroom, they are literally using in the real world. The school started an entirely new curriculum. And then in design, actually, this is really cutting edge. We have um, the first in the nation UX program, um, which stands for user experience. In fact, we had to get the, we had to create the curriculum with our industry partners, submit it to TEA and get it approved, um, which it just recently got approved. So it's the brand new UX curriculum for the whole state of Texas that was started right here at Cast Tech. A lot like CODUP's data analysts, the field affects every aspect of our digital lives. With user experience, it's really a developing field, and you have a, like a lot of universities don't even yet offer majors in it. Some some are, um, but basically it pulls together technology, uh, you know, software coding, um, website uh, creation and design, uh, graphic arts. Um, and, and just in general art uh, and design and then also psychology. Mm -hmm. And so basically these are the people who get paid to, to think of ways to keep you on Facebook for you know an hour and a half. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, yeah, how do you keep the entire user experience from end to end at the highest level possible so that your product or service is gonna be successful? While CODUP is supplying industries with tech professionals who are in transition or looking for second careers, Cast Tech is grabbing them from the ground up. You see, I was uh, at a regular middle school, regular public school middle school, uh -huh. and my mom saw an ad for Cast Tech in the newspaper. And so she was like, you're going to go here. And I was like, no. <laughs> I have my whole life like planned out with me. Uh -huh. I already picked my endorsement. I have all my friends. And she was like, no, you're going. We met rising junior Khalil Davis. He's so passionate about what he's learning, he spent his summer interning with staff at the school. There's no question he's taken to the UX program like a fish to water. My first day, I was like, I feel like I'm actually going to like it here. And then I kind of just like threw out my old thoughts and like started focusing on the future, my future, my career. Bill came in uh, the very first year that we opened, so I came in actually a semester after he had already been here. Um, but I just saw him really, from that time to now, I've seen him grow a lot. Um, and really, I think, you know, he's kind of into both business and UX. The school gave him the inspiration he needed to find his own path. I kind of want to combine business and, like, my design, but I don't know how. But then, behold, the UX came, and I was like, this is like a perfect combination and I was able to like use my creativity to improve a business. So uh, that's how I came about that too. And now I started studying web design and I'm really into it now and yeah. And his work has already captured the attention of at least one CEO of a local bank. And the CEO is sitting down talking to me and, uh, and, and 
you know, we we're talking about internships and what the students can do. And I said, well, let me show you some of Khalil's work. You know, I'm going to tell you about Khalil. And Khalil happens to be walking by. He goes, sir, did you say my name? And <laughs> he came in and uh, showed the CEO everything he had done. The CEO goes, I want to hire you right now. <laughs> Literally, like he's using his UX knowledge and he's only, you know, going into his junior year. So just imagine what he's going to be able to do when he graduates. Um, and he's already wowing and impressing um, local industry leaders, like at the C-suite level. At the school, he's found a home. I know I can go to any teacher and like talk to them about personal things and they'll listen, they'll give me feedback. Also, a lot of teachers are like, they're, I don't want to say they're my friends, but they're kind of my friends. Like, they're also, they're also like a family to me and I really like that. He's part of the first wave of students helping to shape the direction of the school. I think they understand the world that's coming better than the grown-ups do, right, the older people. Um, so they're seeing, they're identifying the trends, they're identifying the needs um, and bringing them to the adults' attention, right? Castec is groundbreaking in a variety of ways, including how students are taught. To a lot of times, and I came from, you know, the public school environment, um, in a traditional school environment, I should say, and it, it, everything seems to happen in these little silos like, well, you know, we're going to teach you this because it's on the test and I want to uh, make sure that we get it covered and don't worry about why you need to know it or where you'll ever use it. Um, and so the kids kind of, if it's not connecting to something in their real life, um, then they're not going to remember or really care. It's kind of like, you know, memorize, test, and then dump so that they're done with it. A common goal we noticed with both programs is helping these techies with a human touch. A lot of the soft skills that really aren't being taught in universities or in most public schools or, you know, K through 12 in general, charter, private, whatever. What makes us unique is we're teaching those professionalism skills as well. So those are kind of the intangibles like, you know, all, all the students here have been exposed to LinkedIn. We've had workshops on LinkedIn so they understand like it's not just enough to have a resume but you need to be out there. They, they get the hard skills and the soft skills. We have um, workshops where our placement director comes in and speaks to them on their LinkedIn. Um, they do, we do mock interviews. We invite our employer partners to come in and do actual interviews, um, tech interviews, get them on a whiteboard, all that kind of stuff, so they can really use CodeUp as their sandbox to kind of mess up in that first interview, you know what I mean, and feel comfortable and get the feedback and all that kind of stuff. So how do these two tech programs keep up in fields that are constantly changing and evolving? In CODEP's five years, they say it's about having a process in place to innovate their curriculum. Since I've been there, we have changed our curriculum on the web dev side 100%. We used to be a PHP program. Now we're a Java program. Um, we've added data science, which didn't exist when, when I first started. Um, and we're going to be adding more programs and, and we're always adapting um, the, the current curriculum we have. There's a process that we have in place for that. We have a curriculum advisory board that's built up of some of our employer partners that have, that have been with us, who hire from us repeatedly. Um, and we meet with them about every six months. We go over our curriculum as it is today. Um, then we talk with them about changes that they'd like to see in our curriculum, and then we make those changes, circle back with them, and then we implement. It's very iterative, so I think, yeah, no, you tweak as you go. So, like, even from year one to year two, we're like, ooh, that didn't work the way we wanted it to. Let's, let's try. And because we're teaching the students that um, sort of design thinking, right, so um, d design, implement, redesign, 
that's pretty much what we do as well. Like CODEP, CASTEC has sought input from industries on their changing curriculum. We went out and toured Frost Bank, and one of the things that we learned from them was that students were coming to them out of college without knowing Agile. And Agile is a methodology to help you manage projects. It's mostly um, used with software developers, but it's really increasing in its use in the business world. And what we did was we said, all right, well, we're going to implement that in our school. So we took, you know, for our faculty development, instead of sitting in some gymnasium and hearing some motivational speaker, we took the teachers out to Frost Bank headquarters, got a full day workshop on Agile, then brought that back to implement that in the classroom. As for Khalil, this bright rising star plans to make the most of his one-of-a-kind education. I know what I don't want to do, but I know what I can do. And it's like things to cast tech that I know I have these skills that they taught me and I know what I can do. So I'm going to pick a career based on the skills that I learned here. Yeah, producer Kristen Dean and I were talking about how to put this podcast together, and there were a variety of different topics that really struck us when working through the material. Uh, she's here now, and we're going to chat just a little bit about some of the things we took away from all of this. Yeah, I was blown away meeting Khalil and hearing about all the stuff that he's doing. It's it's astounding that he's actually doing real industry work right now while in high school you know, at 16 years old, you know, going into his junior year. This is just completely changing the game. You're right. It kind of flip, flips things on its head, too. Flips things on their heads. Um, in the sense that in the past, maybe we went and we learned classes and coursework and then how it was going to fit into the workplace. This almost creates what looks and feels like a workplace ahead of time. I mean, from the minute they start in school there, they're exposed to opportunities and situations that they would face for the first time in a career when they're in ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. So they're really learning how to operate in that space. And I thought that was super interesting. And that is something that they were talking about at Code Up too. Yeah, I mean, you go into Cast Tech and it looks like geekdom. Mm -hmm. So it looks like a great, cool, and how cool is that? That you are working in a place that is, you know, basically going to resemble the, the creative spaces that you will encounter when you're in your career, your profession. And I think a learning environment like that really shows respect for the students, too, because they aren't just kids that are going to learn this stuff and then we're going to teach them how to be grownups or whatever. It actually meets them on their level and finds out what interests them, where are vacancies in the market and where do we need more training and kind of fits those things together. Because a lot of these students, it's not their first time being exposed to graphic design. They've already been doing that art on their own. Um, it just kind of translates, I think, their interests into something that they can also market. So that was kind of cool. Um, and, and something we were talking a little bit about also was that concept of a lot of jobs are becoming automated they're trying to get ahead of that with this, right? What I took away from both conversations with the people involved in CodeUp and the people involved in Cast Tech was they are completely 100% focused on where science and technology is moving and trying to make sure their, their students at their training are well positioned to anticipate those changes. So one of the, the most interesting things that Amir said was, that the students know it better than the adults. Mm -hmm. And I think that was uh, very um, interesting to me because the job culture and the students don't, he, he said himself, the students don't seem to have that anxiety. They're excited about the changes. They are 
optimistic and hopeful and they are taking action and taking steps to make sure that they are prepared for that. And I think that really raises a lot of questions for us, too, because I remember when I was in college and I was studying convergence journalism, we learned about how you're going to have to go across multiple platforms, learn all these new technologies to do news online. And, um, you know, so you would learn TV, radio, you know, digital, all that kind of all of those kinds of things. And after being in the work world for a while, I think it's really easy to slip into this is what I do do and I don't need to learn anything else. And I think a lot of us are learning now that every everyone is going to have to retrain. Everyone is going to have to learn new skills. You have to stay current. And these students are learning those skills, not just here's what you need to learn, but here's how to learn. You know, teaching them how to be aware of what's happening around them and to think critically about how they will be flexible and adaptable and stay current. I think that's really interesting and important. I think it's something maybe that wasn't emphasized as much when we were in school, but that all of us are having to learn now. And I think that kind of plays into the code up concept too of your professional background and your experiences so far are really valuable to what you're going to do in the future, but you're going to need to also add to and shape that. And we'll be seeing much more of these boot camp style training programs as jobs are eliminated, unfortunately, as industries evolve and transition into different styles. There's going to be people who are left out of certain fields. And this co- the Code Up program is just a perfect intake of people who maybe are Maybe not like like Catherine. She wasn't. She it turned out that she wasn't that interested in the academic program she pursued during college. Um, there there will be those people, but there's also going to be people who were just kind of left out of whatever industry changed and evolved. And this is just a great way to capture those people, make use of their talents, and give them opportunities. Because where are these people going to go? What will these people be doing if not for these? condensed programs, you know, people can't just go back to school for another four years and get another bachelor's degree if they find themselves left out of their career field. You, There will be a, a need for these condensed, fast-paced boot camps to get people into jobs quickly and get them back contributing to the economy and get their lives back to normal. And I think it's really exciting to see that a lot of this is happening right here in San Antonio. You know, you look at the education environment across the nation, really. And there are a few examples of programs like what you're seeing at Cast Tech and programs like with what you're seeing with Coda. But it's nice to see that industry leaders here are also really embracing that. They want a workforce that is suited to their needs. And so they're becoming active players in that, either helping Cast Tech shape shape cast tech shape its curriculum or also playing a role within Coda showing, you know, this is what we are anticipating we're going to need and this is how we can get ahead of all of that. So I think that's really exciting and I would actually really love to have some conversations with some of the players in that space. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely need to talk to some industry leaders and that was just a common thread with both CodeUp and Cast Tech that they were working closely with industry partners to make sure that the kind of training and education that the students are receiving will actually be applicable in these jobs that they need. So that's definitely an area we'll continue to explore. You can find more stories like this one and other editions of this podcast on our website, kens5.com. Thanks for listening.